0: Hello, fellow gamers. This is Paul here. I am joined with Josh and Michael. We are currently in the middle of our Christmas break to spend time with our families during this two week period. We will be back with fully new episodes starting on January 9th. And we have chosen a couple of our favorite episodes to re-release during our two weeks off. And this episode here is one of our famous tournaments. We always do these where we draft teams and then we match uh, our choices up against one another until we have a winner. And in this episode, you are going to hear us talk about the worst gaming trends in gaming today. And guys, I think this is a really fun one because we all got to complain together about all the things that we hate about the industry. Uh, Josh, as you think back on this episode, anything you want to tell the people? I don't want to spoil this episode. You know, people may have heard
1: this one already, but if they haven't heard it already, all I'm going to say is that some very recent game releases only mm-hmm. solidify <laughs> yep. the winner of yep. this episode. <laughs> and yep. I I mean, it, I cannot tell you how much it makes me go. Yep. That is the absolute worst trend in gaming right now. I can deal with a lot of the other ones they're inconvenient they're annoying but i can deal with them but man i am at my wits end with the one that wins this episode is all i'm gonna say on this one
0: yeah it's a good 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 choice that ended up winning especially as we look back in hindsight uh michael what what do you remember about this episode that you want to tell the people
1: i win baby Wait, what? Dang it. Oh, I'm sorry. I I intentionally didn't spoil, spoil didn't spoil it. <laughs> oh, Michael! Dang it. <laughs> dang it. I <laughs> <laughs> only won one of these. I want to yell about it and be excited. To be um, fair, they don't know which selection. That's, true. that's, that's true. why. That's why, that's that's why I said it. I'm not going to say which one wins. <laughs> uh, um, I will say, though, it's funny because when I was looking at this list, um, uh, the long list of all of the things we came up with, because we can't put 12 different things, obviously four rounds of three people picking, Like, there's a couple of games very recently that I won't mention that definitely fall into more than one of these categories each and, like, infuriating. So get ready to get mad. Now, I know a lot of people, like, like to listen to the podcast while they drive. Don't get any road rage or anything. If if your blood pressure starts going up because (laughs) we infuriate you, which is the point of this episode, pull over, take a deep breath.
0: Yeah. Deep breaths as we talk about pay to win mechanics, yeah. review bombing, wh- wh- whatever it might be. Uh, by the way, I really love that Michael will ruin who won this episode, <laughs> but then won't mention Callisto Protocol, yeah. which is clearly <laughs> the game that you had in mind that you won't name that committed oh, some of these sins. So yeah, right. if, if, I didn't want to we mention
1: were... the sins, so if I brought up the, if I mentioned the game, you might know the sins. Because yeah. then well, they tie it together with what Josh said about like which game yeah. also Han Solo dies. what what else can we spoil Bruce Willis was dead the preacher was the werewolf (laughs) sorry that goes way back come on who gets that
0: one i i have no idea what you're talking about silver bullet the island is just a place they all created to spend time together in the afterlife (laughs) that that might be the worst all right well let's go ahead let's get this one started worst gaming trends let's get into it Hello Squadmates! Welcome back to another episode of the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast, where three dads get together to talk about gaming. I want to take a second to ask you all to consider supporting us on Patreon. Support starts at 5 bucks a month, and listener support is actually what pays our bills and keeps our show running. And we know that a lot of you guys out there are already supporters, we want to give you all a very special thank you. And supporters get some pretty awesome perks which includes exclusive access to the Squadcast, which is a 30-minute bonus episode that we release twice a month. And if that is something you might be interested in, head on over to multiplayer squad.com. All right, today is a bonus round Monday, and we are going to be doing a draft and tournament of the worst trends in gaming. Let me introduce the man who has the first overall pick, and he's the first pick in our hearts it's josh
1: oh that's so sweet paul after all the, <laughs> the one and the, only. The picking on me that you've been doing lately
0: yeah we gotta balance
1: he, it out he he really does care
0: michael yeah we've got does. kind of a well balanced show he's got a big yeah. heart yeah but he we're going wholesome today and then he has the second overall pick but he's also tied for first pick in our hearts. It's Michael. I was really waiting for you to finally rip into me
1: and finally give me a good one there because it, it's coming. And I can't I'm like, you didn't call him the second pick, right? Right, second nope. pick overall, and also you know, close 14th in our hearts. And I'm like, there's only three people on this podcast, so who's beating me?
0: Uh, Mike, Michael's too nice. It's hard. It's hard to poke fun at him. But yeah, I'm, I'm just Wait. lulling you to sleep, Michael, and then we're going to slap you when you're least Why does that make it. me easy to pick on this? Well, you're you a troll. Already, Jolly old troll. Yeah, right. you're, you're, right. you're an instigator enough. online yeah, already. Right. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Not in real life, but online you certainly That's true. are. Fair. Fair. All right. So guys, what better way to spend this Monday than to sit around whining about modern gaming <laughs> because misery seeks company, right? Let, let's just get together and complain about all the things that we currently hate about gaming. I'm so excited for this one, honestly, because as
1: gamers, we love to complain about things gaming related. And I feel like tonight is going to be this just everybody sitting around the campfire just mentioning the things that we hate about gaming, like the trends, you know, like we're not talking about like, oh, I hate that one boss. We're talking about in general, like what's something that has happened in gaming in the last however long that has become a trend that should not be a trend and is terrible and is universally hated. I think I think you have it absolutely right, except you make it sound like you know campfires are pleasant and fun. You forget the fact, my friend, that this is a battle and (laughs) I am no longer going to have the moniker of Owen after this battle my friends <laughs> i i believe you're currently zero and four that's Michael, right is that yeah. is that correct I is this your I mean, fifth I, I brought it up this is the, this is my fifth and yes i have not won uh, a single one yet um i mean in, in my mind i've won all four of them and tonight sure. <laughs> things are gonna change like th- this is a, here it comes right we're playoff bound
0: baby let's do it paul what do you think his chances really are Yeah. I was going to say, law of large numbers, Michael, you got to win one of these sometime. I don't. It ain't going to be tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So if any of you out there have not heard our drafts and tournaments, basically in a nutshell, what we do is we are going to be doing a draft, same way you would do in sports or fantasy football, anything like that. We are going to be going four rounds, and so each of us will be drafting one trend in video games that we hate. And then after we make a pick, we'll talk about it for a couple minutes. And then after we have each completed all four of our picks individually, then we will match all of them up against each other, March Madness style, until we have one consensus worst trend in gaming. And so these are always fun because there's a little bit of debate. We have to vote and take sides and figure out, you know, which game, which gaming trends are going to move on, which ones are going to be eliminated. And it just so happens that Josh is due for the first overall pick. So round one, will go Josh, Michael, and then me. And then we go snake style. So then round two goes in reverse. Me, Michael, and then Josh. I like being the meat in the sandwich,
1: by the way, because it was fun last month being back to back. But waiting those like four picks is brutal. It's yeah. I was going to say I get first pick, but then I got to wait so long before I get to pick again. Yep. And <laughs> so guys, long to your chances I, of winning, too. I don't I don't know about that, buddy. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a question for you guys. Do you guys feel like there is one overwhelmingly like first choice? No, in this category? I, no. I think I, there's I like don't. four or five overwhelming first choices. Like, yes, like there's a lot that might fall to the second round that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to pick that first for my first pick or see if it falls to the second or whether well, you guys takes it. It's there's a lot. There's Sometimes a lot of the having the first—that's what I was gonna say. Sometimes having the first pick is super beneficial, and then other times
0: it's not if there's not like a clear cut leader. So yeah. I, f- I feel like this one's really gonna come down to discussion, like who's gonna be able to put the best argument. Those ones are probably gonna make it through. I could see like a second or third round choice winning in this case. I did mention
1: to you guys that normally on these tournaments, like we fight, but. This category, this topic is so like universal for gamers that I feel like I'm gonna
0: just agree with you guys a lot. Right, and that really right. bugs me. <laughs> yeah, it's so, just a matter of degree, right? Like, right. yes, we all agree that's terrible, but how bad? So, like, uh, give us a couple examples, Josh. Why don't you just tell us like your top four hated gaming you know. trends? Yeah, just, let's do that. Just gonna as gonna an say, example. You,
1: ain't, you ain't fooling me, man. I, I was gonna say, I'm not giving anything <laughs> away <'cause laughs> when we were talking about this, I was even like. I I, I posted earlier because at first we were kind of just thinking developer type stuff, you know, like, you know, and I'm sure people are already thinking about some of that stuff, but I'm not going to tip my hand at all. But then there's trends that as players we do or affect gaming as well. And so it was like, hey, don't forget, there's different aspects here to this topic. And I, I mean, man, it's just, it really opens up a lot of options for things that just really ruin
0: gaming sometimes. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's just hop right into this draft. Josh, you've got the first overall pick. How do you want to lead this off?
1: I, man, I have waffled. I have like, I do have a top four. I have 12 things on my list, but I felt like after a lot of internal thinking that I was like, okay, I've got this narrowed down to like four, but it's really hard for me to say which one of these four I consider like the worst. And I, Throughout the day, I have reshuffled this list probably ten times, man. <laughs> nice. But I I'm trying to go with the thing that I think actually really messes up gaming for people. You know, there's trends out there that maybe we don't like, but we're willing to deal with. There's trends that, you know, have come about lately that it's like, hey, I won't mention any, but that that have definitely backfired on developers and publishers and things like that. But when I think about what am I going to take with my first pick, this, I don't even know if this is a trend necessarily, but I feel like it has gotten more prolific over probably the last decade. And so with my number one pick, I am taking hacking.
0: Okay, good one.
1: Hacking slash hackers absolutely suck. If you hack in an uh, okay, I, I, let me let me let me preface this. Back in the days of the uh, the what was it? The genie, the Nintendo Genie, the, thing, game, genie. I mean? the game, game genie, the game genie, right? Yeah. If mm-hmm. you want to hack a single player game to make it a little less grindy sure. or maybe change up some of the dynamics, we call that modding nowadays. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you want to do that, that is a okay because you know what? It's your game, it's your world. You're playing solo. By all means, go for it. You can do whatever you want in that. But if you are playing a multiplayer game and you are a hacker, you are the lowest life form on the planet, in my opinion. Because not only are you not spending the time to get good at something, but you are legitimately ruining other human beings' entertainment and fun. I think as gamers, we all play games to have a good time. Sometimes we play games as an escapism, a way to relax. You know, everybody's got their reasons for doing it. Maybe you're so super competitive and you want that competition, right? But if you are going up against a hacker, those guys are ruining your entertainment immensely. I mean, let's look at Rust, Paul, right? We love Rust, but what is one of the biggest problems with Rust?
0: It's definitely the hacking. It's hackers, sure. right?
1: Yeah. I mean, those guys can absolutely completely ruin a game. If they hack and they kill you and they're headshotting you from halfway across the map and they steal all your stuff. Game over, man. That game's ruined. Let's look at some of the more popular games, right? Warzone. What's one of the major issues with the, one of the top battle royales in existence and free to play for people? Riddled with hackers, there's hackers. Right? It's like <laughs> yeah. if you're playing a game and you're trying to have fun, and there's a hacker in that game, your game is ruined. And Overwatch I, that widow's too good. I and mean, then you watch uh, the kill, the, you watch the kill cam, and it's like she actually is too good. Yes, I, I mean, some, and it's fun to accuse people of hacking when somebody's better than me. Guess what? You're a hacker, <laughs> whether you're hacking or not. Nice. You know, yeah. you're not allowed to just be really good. Um, but yeah, I for me, I feel like that is the t- cream of the crop. Absolute worst trend that we have seen in gaming come about. I feel like it's become more prolific as companies are realizing they can make money on selling hacks to popular games. We see that companies are spending a fortune in anti-hack software. But what's the problem with that? Sometimes it affects the gameplay because if the anti-hack software is running and it's causing stuttering or frame rate losses or something like that, it's negatively affecting the game. So that's my pick. Again, if you're a hacker, please stop. For the good of everybody else, it's okay to be bad at video games. Look at Michael. He's
0: terrible at shooters. <laughs> I'm, I'm really
1: bad. Yeah. And, and the funniest thing is, um, just like when we pick games. I love you, Michael. i picking on you, man. I love you, too. Number, number, number two in my heart, because oh, everyone knows n- numero uno is me. Um. <laughs> um no, but it's funny because I think about this, and I have sixteen things on my list, and hacking isn't one of them, which is crazy. And you know why? It's the same reason that when I drafted Elite Dangerous number one overall in the space best space game draft, I don't play games where people hack very much. This might hurt you later on, my friend, because I might not vote for it because I don't experience this very much. Now, granted, I do understand because I, I've played a little bit of Overwatch. And there have like sometimes you can you can tell on the kill cam, right? Like that snap, and it's like no nobody can actually do that. Nobody or tracking can... through walls exactly. It's like yeah. that's not possible. And so I do get it because I've been I've been in some comp matches. You know, when I was trying to get from bronze to silver, because I'm perma stuck in bronze, because I'm terrible. I'm one <laughs> win away from getting a silver, man. I'm almost out of bronze, and uh, and then there's someone tracking through. I don't know why anybody would hack in bronze, but yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> whatever, it happens. But no, this is. I agree with you, and it. I do feel like you you have a good point though with with the whole point about us sitting around a campfire. Like it's gonna be us agreeing about it and being like, which one's most annoying? Not so much us trying to prove our point so much. It's just what's the most annoying? Um, Yeah. And that is pretty annoying. I agree.
0: Well, uh, we'll have to move on to pick two, but I will say just one thing. I hesitate to make your pick sound even better, Josh, but you did not even mention hackers doing DDoS attacks on game developers servers just the other day. Oh yeah. Battle.net was down for a couple hours and sure enough, you get the alert. We're currently under a DDoS attack. Now I can't play Hearthstone or overwatch. My two go-to's, and we've seen that also in Rust and in other games. So yeah, yeah hackers are are no good. I just don't get it, man. It, you're, <laughs> you're intentionally trying to ruin
1: fun, and and it's not I, fun I, to I, win. I can't fathom that. Yeah, and even if you win, you're cheating. You didn't. You didn't win. accomplish anything, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, it's it's unfathomable to me. But it's one of the absolute <laughs> worst things. It's rage inducing. It's my number one. All right, Michael, what you going to come in with for the number two pick? All right, so. My number two is actually pretty easy for me. It's putting out a fake video of a Japanese train station and saying it's Unreal Engine 5. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I just I'm going back to that last episode where it's like, that's not real. Or that's not that's real. That's real. All right. So I don't know if this is considered two separate categories, and I hope it's not. Um and I hope this isn't too big, but I think that pay to win or pay to play. Like it's it's absolutely an awful trend. It's been around a little while. It's been happening a lot more. I just experienced it with Lost Ark recently. Like, I, I almost can't play Lost Ark anymore, right? Because at one point, I'm playing the game, and I'm doing all the stuff I want to do. I'm top. I'm on I'm the top. You know, I've got like a 1370, you know, score, all that stuff. I'm ready to go. And the game gives you like a 4% chance of upgrading your gear piece. And you have to upgrade it like 16 times to get out of each of that to go to the next tier, right? Well, guess what happens? Like, oh, but, you know, if you want more of these little star, whatever they're called, or the sun star, there's all kinds of little things. You, and you, you can just buy them. You can buy them. And you can buy lots of them for, like, $100. And then you can go and increase your chance to, like, 20% on your weapon or your gear or whatever. And it's like, can can I just play a game? Like, can't I just play the game and get there on my own? And there's always that thing, you know. Or, like, even, like, one of my favorite games of old was Star Trek Online you know and they made it free to play which it's fine i get i get the free free to play thing right free to play is one thing and you put in a pay to a pay to play mechanic sure but pay to win sometimes like pay to win pay to play they're kind of the same thing to me it's just one of those things where it gets really annoying that you 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 hit a wall and there's nothing you can do and in mobile games you see this a ton where you're playing a mobile game, and the only mobile games I ever really play are like those. Like, it's like a farming simulator, something like that, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait for these crops to go. And you get to a point where the crops are going to take like seven days. Or you can spend five bucks, and it happens now, and you can move on. Well, guess what happens when you spend that five bucks? You're going to plant the crop again. Now it's 14 days, and you're like, I spend 10 bucks, and it happens now. And then I can upgrade my house. And my barn, (laughs) and it's it's awful. It's like it's so annoying that this is a thing, but it eats you alive. Um, Yeah, I'll say this because pay to win has become such a negative connotation that even developers will not admit that a game or like you know a function is pay to win. Like if you look at Hearthstone, right? Like people will say, "Hey." That's not a pay to win game. You you get card packs and you can you, you know, you there's nothing that you can't get if you put in the time. Because they try to separate it out like if you can't get something in the game by playing it, but you can only get it with money, well then it's pay to win. But that's not actually true. Because let's take a game like Hearthstone that is not generally considered a pay to win game. If I am doing a duel, right, where the cards are given to me for the most part, but I go up against somebody that has the entire card collection, they have cards that I do not have in my deck that are way better than the cards that I have. So that gives them a significant advantage in the game. If you have a significant advantage because you paid money versus somebody that did not pay money, that is pay to win. I get that, yes, I could put in 15 years worth of effort to get to the point where you are because you spent a few hundred dollars, but that's not really apples to apples at that point. Either. Right. And so developers will try to say, well, this is just pay for convenience, but we all know better. Like gamers are smart. We know the difference. You can call it whatever you want, but it's still a pay to win mechanic. You can try to temper it a little bit, but it's still there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's- yeah. Candy Crush is another one oh, where man. they design levels that you can't beat it unless you buy additional items and then it's just 99 cents. But guess what? You're going to need it every five to 10 levels. And there's like 4,000 levels. So these games suck you in and they bleed you dry. And yeah, what a, what a terrible mechanic. I, I do like that pick, Michael. I was going to take that with one of my two. If you did Nice. I know so what, it's... I know what one of your next two picks is going to be. I don't want to say so you, it just in case, I, but I, I absolutely will. will know you tell me. Will you tell me? Because I, I don't know what I'm taking. It's a trap, Michael. Don't do it. I, I have a list of 21, and I oh, wow. don't really know. Oh, yeah. I I, I thought my list nice was the biggest
1: 16. Nice.
0: <laughs> I am going to go with, you know what? This might just be recency bias, because Josh and I were just playing V Rising. I'm going to say busted day one servers. Yes. <laughs> oh, good one. Yes. Dude. Good one. What is sadder than finally getting your hands on that new game, and the servers are either offline, or there is so much lag that you literally cannot do anything? Like, V Rising just released, what, like, uh, 10 hours ago Uh, this morning? 10 hours,
1: maybe, Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and Josh and I were playing, and you literally cannot loot a chest, you cannot place a wall... You can run around, but you really can't do anything else. So I'm going to say busted servers on day one. Launch day lag. Yep. Yeah. You know, something
1: yeah. like that. Yeah. Dude, it's the worst. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if there's a game that I'm super hyped for, I'll ask off for work that day. Like, I want oh, to play and I get I get very excited, right? And it's like, but now... Because there's so many launch issues. There's such a common thing that it's like, I, it's funny because I was watching the launch of V Ryzen got delayed just like two hours or maybe even an hour. And people no were like, deal. people, that's not that big of a deal. Now the servers aren't working so good, right? But people were like, I took off of work for this. Can you give us an idea of when they're going to be up? And people were like, LOL, don't take off of work on a launch day, right? Which, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a jerky thing, but it's kind of become true you don't expect to be able to play a game within the first few hours of the launch of that game. And that's sad. Like, why do you have a launch if we can't play it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. It, it sucks. I have never requested time off of work to play a game. Uh, so I try not to get trapped in that. But nowadays, like you wouldn't even think to do it because so how many games can you even play on day one? Well, it's right. so incredibly rare. It's now almost let me ask never.
1: you, let me ask you a question, Paul. On that, does that include like, okay, Burning Crusade comes out, right? And the servers didn't really have a problem except for the fact that you've got what, a thousand people standing outside that gate ready to go to that next one. Kill those five more. And you're getting like and you're getting well, and you're getting but you're getting like two frames per second because there's so many real people there. Does that count?
0: Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna call it day one okay. server issues. Yeah. All day one server issues. And I, I, I get it because companies probably look at the dollars and cents and they sure. say, we're going to get a giant spike on day one, day two and three, it's going to drop a little day four, five and six. It's high, but now it's kind of normalized. And so why are we going to go out of our way to pay all this extra money for just one day? I, I get it, but it's still annoying. So yeah, day one I'll server.
1: Tell you, I'll tell you why you should pay that money. It's called first impressions. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and I—I'm I, not an IT guy. I feel like we're about to attempt to send people to Mars here in probably the next few years. Why can we not have scalable servers that just say, "Hey, if I have 250,000 people that are trying to play my game, it expands the servers to let those people play, and when the 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 player total drops off, the servers shrink back down." I, I feel like that technology should exist. Or easy enough, easy enough, you know what does exist. You can lease a couple of servers from a third party company and say, hey, I'm gonna pay an extra couple million for a month, right? I don't know what the cost is. I'm throwing a number out there. You lease them for a month, your game base, especially in something like an MO or any big launch, is gonna go down by whatever that extra server space is, and you don't have to own them or even think about the technology to shrink a server. It's just it's it's done. You're like, hey, our lease is up. Thank you for letting
0: us borrow those servers. These servers are now combined with this server, we're good to go. I'm sure it must be more complicated than just opening servers, or people would probably do it. I don't think uh, so. I think of... we're
1: the first people to come up with this idea ever. <laughs> yeah, we're I was going to say, none of,
0: none of us are game developers. I did take a couple classes in C++ in high school, <laughs> uh, but that does not make <laughs> does not make an expert.
1: I literally took a couple of classes of C++, and by that I mean... Yeah. It was my zero hour my senior year. I went
0: twice and then I oh, dropped nice. the class. I took a couple of classes <laughs> of C++. Oh, wonderful. All right, so now that we're 20 minutes in, we have finished round 1. So, uh, let's see here. <laughs> round 2, I am going to go with I know I, I at least have Josh on my side for this one. I'm going to go with remakes and remasters. No!
1: Boom, that's Paul, the one I was guessing. You that's stole what I guessed. My pick. Yeah, Dang, I, I, I didn't think you were going to go that one this early. Nope. This is, I, yeah. I knew he picked this with one of his
0: too. I, I have it on here. I'm like, that's the one you were that one I said earlier. That's the one. Especially when the remake or the remaster is worse than the original. Uh, we're looking at you, Rockstar. <laughs> <Grand Theft>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the definitive edition of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. The definitive edition, which looks w- so much worse. It's not even funny. So, yeah, I'm going to say remakes and remasters, especially when they charge 60 bucks like at least if it's a twenty dollar remake, fine. But Sky what what's the Zelda game? Skyward Sword? Yeah. Going for a full sixty, that's criminal, in my opinion.
1: Well, and to support your argument, which I don't want to do, there's one further step there as well. Yes, looking at you again Rockstar when you make the original version of that game unavailable on all platforms to buy and you have to get so you can't get the original grand theft auto or 2 or 3 yeah, that's you have shady. to buy the definitive edition yep of their <laughs> crappy remake that's not really a remake it's a reskin basically at best
0: you know i thought you were going to complain about coming out with the same game on three generations of consoles without releasing gta6 Sure, same thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Cuz that one could be on the list as well. Same thing. You, yep. I, I'm going to
1: because this was number 2 on my list and you stole it from me, Paul. I'm actually going to talk this one up for you just a little bit. The other major problem with remasters and remakes. Remakes remakes I'm actually okay with sometimes if you're completely remaking it like we just talked about Dead Space and you do it the right way. I feel like that could actually be a beneficial thing. Remasters are terrible. Yeah and the biggest problem that i have with remasters isn't the money grab because hey that's obvious right the problem is is that you're like squashing creativity when you're just rehashing content that's already existed You're not making anything new. Like, use some ingenuity. Use like, let's. Gamers want new ideas. We want new games. I don't want the same game that I've played four times with slightly higher polygon count. You know, like that's the biggest problem that I have with it. Is it? It's it's prohibiting creativity in gaming.
0: Yeah, totally with you. Totally agree. All right, Michael, coming back to you. What are you going to take for your second pick? My
1: hands down number two actually fell to me and i'm very thrilled about this. This is a trend you've seen a lot lately. Uh looking at UCG, uh CD uh, words are hard. CD <laughs> Project Red uh releasing unfinished games. No, and no this, happens, this happens this happens for think. multiple reasons. One Dang because it. yeah, yeah, i'm killing this one guys. I'm going to win today. Um no, but uh but that's the whole thing is like, you know, releasing unfinished games, you have it multiple reasons and i get it, right? the developer is being pressured by the publisher. The publisher is like, you got to get this out. We got to make our money or the investors are pressuring them. That's a whole thing, right? But there's got to be some kind of a balance there where like, hey, you will make more money if you just wait a few more months and let us delay or whatever. Or a lot of times, straight up greed gets involved and the company is just like, we want to release it now. We spent a lot of money. Let's just get out. They're going to buy it anyways. We've hyped this thing up like crazy looking at you, CD Projekt Red. We've hyped this thing up so much that." People are gonna buy it anyways. How many people bought? How many people bought um, Cyberpunk? And a like, lot. Like like how many? How many were like twenty me million? Something like that. That played it for like five hours and never touched it again. I spent like eighty bucks in that game because I think I bought a special edition. Mm-hmm. I have not picked it up again, and they took my money. And I was like, it's so broken, I don't believe in it again. And a lot of people are like me. I think out there, I don't think I'm alone. Where like I'm like, I'll go back to it someday, and then I move on to something else. And that that publisher and developer just got my money. Battlefield 2042 released in an unplayable state, basically. Exactly the same thing. Fallout 76, another great example. Thank you for supporting me. I mean, honestly, because like I said, this episode is just going to be all of us (laughs) agreeing with each other. But again, I, I mean, the games getting released when they're not ready to be released should be a crime. Or there should be a way to process refunds beyond just the Steam refund window or something like that. Like As consumers, we should be able to say, hey, this game is not complete and it was sold to me as a complete product. You're not allowed to say that you're going to patch it for four years to make it a product that is enjoyable. You know, at that point. So there there needs to be some sort of repercussion there or avenue for gamers to say, Hey, I want my money back. Well, you played more than two hours. Two hours in a video game is nothing. That's like the character creation anymore. Or the tutorial. How do I know I'm gonna like the game if the tutorial takes me two hours and then I go, Oh, this game sucks? Well, it's too late. No, you played it too long. You know what two hours is, Josh? Two hours is day one of Lost Ark and there's a twelve thousand person queue and you have yeah. to wait two hours to get in. You have already played for two hours.
0: Right. Yep exactly yeah and unfinished games were not really so much of an issue back in the day there were games like et on atari right stuff like that that was unfinished but for the most part because they shipped games on discs and nothing was online yet they had to deliver finished games and then it became day one patches and then it became well we're gonna be in early access for seven years like rust and now we just flat out get unfinished games that we're all pre-ordering and we're bankrolling and paying for ahead of time and not getting finished products so yeah i think we all agree that's a great pick all right josh you get back-to-back picks here what are you gonna follow up after hacking oh man you guys stole my next two picks, so I'm scra- I, I am I am honestly
1: scrambling a little bit here because I while I do have a decent list, I want to pick the best ones on this list, and you guys just took the next two best ones. I would have loved to have had both of these. I feel like that would have guaranteed me victory. Um, I have one that I think is actually my number two pick, but I don't think either of you guys will actually think of this one, so I'm think I'm going to roll the dice and save it for my last Ooh, pick. I, know. I like that. Good call, dude. I, I Because I don't think either one of you would have thought about this one. So, all right. My, my next pick, this is a terrible trend that we have seen with the likes of Activision and EA, right? These hated video game publishers. And we've seen it a lot more recently. But publishers having input on game development uh-huh. I feel like has ruined a lot of video games. Yeah. Game developers are the ones, they're the artists, they're the ones that should be developing the game. EA, Activision, and even CD Project Red, even though they, you know, they develop and publish their own games, you know, you mentioned Cyberpunk, part of that issue is is that you have these publishers and these CEOs of a financial institution that are making decisions about game development that they should absolutely not have any say-so in whatsoever. Again, I'll reference Battlefield 2042, right? The company that made it, DICE, I believe that was DICE, if I remember right, for 2042, Mm -hmm. they've got a decent history of actually developing good shooters. But when EA gets involved and says, no, 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 you're going to need to have operators in your game. We're not going to do the class-based system because we can't sell enough of the skins and the operators for you to, to, to do that. So we need to be able to monetize this game more. So don't develop that. Develop this instead. And when time that happens, you can tell that the game absolutely suffers for it. Publishers should not have any say in the development of a video game. You're going to reap the benefits if the game is good. You know, look at Valheim, right? Like that game came out of nowhere. Five person team made a gajillion dollars. If there was a whoever the publisher for that was, I don't know if it was self-published or not, is is laughing all the way to the bank. But they didn't have anything to do with the actual development of the game at that point. So I, I don't wanna I don't wanna go on a huge rant on this one, but yeah, publishers having influence on game development is an absolutely terrible trend in gaming. I'll give you a support as well, since we're all supporting each other. Um a couple months after no like a month after Lost Ark came out right Amazon is putting tons of pressure on Tripod I think it is is yeah. the studio Yep it is Tripod putting tons of pressure on them to come out with their first patch which is the Argos raid and Tripod is like we're not ready this came out like 6 months later in in uh, in Asia we're not we're not doing that and they did it and it furthermore compounded my issue with my first pick the pay to win or pay to play because people couldn't get to the level to actually fight this raid boss, and they wanted to. They're like, I can only get to 1340. It takes months to get to 1370, but you have to be 1370 item level to fight this raid boss. And so they're like, top players can't even get there. So what do they do? They start, the whales start shelling out thousands of dollars to be able to do this, all because Amazon put pressure on the studio to release this too early. Yep. Same thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, the analogy in sports is when you have the team owner who thinks that they know better than the coaches and the scouts of what to do. Yep. And that's exactly what you end up getting with publishers. What you need to do is hire people that you trust. Let the business people run the business side. Let the art people run the art side. And as long as you hire good talent and you put your trust in them, let them see their vision through to the end. It doesn't always work, but I feel like on the whole, that tends to lead to better products. Better products is going to mean better money. And I think you have to have the long view, right? Like you, you want to have loyal customers don't burn people with a poor release like cyberpunk where a lot of people aren't loyal to CD project red the way they were five years ago. So I'm not, yeah, not, I'm I mean, not as either. much as I hate to say it because
1: they, they made one of my favorite video games ever, but at this point you've, you burned me bad, man. It's going to take a lot to get that trust back. Yeah. All right. So Josh, first pick of round three, what you taking? Uh, all right. This one might be a little bit contested, but for me, it's up there. And again, I don't think you guys are going to pick my fourth one. So if if either one of you do, I will protest a lot. But <laughs> I, I've got to go with this trend because this is a more recent trend lately, and that is microtransactions slash loot boxes in games you took my next one for sure yep, i, that was I will say one. this i get and uh, i know that there's people out there that like cosmetics michael you've admitted hey you actually like cosmetics i don't care about cosmetics looking at you lancome <laughs> you know and, and and the thing is like yes i have bought loot boxes I, in rocket league before rocket league went free to play you would get these crates and you would have to purchase the key to open the crate Right? Well, that game was so cheap and I've gotten so much enjoyment out of that game that I didn't mind buying a few keys for that. It felt like I was tipping the 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 like the game developers in that regard. Right. But this trend of every game requiring microtransactions now has led to a huge upset in in gaming. I, I mean you know, I get that free-to-play games have to pay the bills somehow, and I'm not faulting them necessarily. If you look at Fortnite or Apex or some of these larger battle and it tends to be battle royales, right? Or like Genshin Impact, not that any of us play that, but I know that's a wildly popular game. If you're a free-to-play game and you got to pay the bills, I don't fault you quite as much. The problem I have is when I pay for a game and that game is based on microtransactions, if I give you $40, Right. Which is considered a, a a fair amount. I mean, we're not talking a $60 AAA title, but man, let's be honest, there's a lot of guilty develop or publishers in that regard. Oh, yeah. Right. If I give you $60 of my hard earned money and you build things into your game to try to get me to give you more money, that's that's a big no, no, man. That is just, that's like, I feel like you're trying to take advantage of me. I feel like you have the wrong intentions when you are making this game. I feel like it affects game decisions. Again, I'll touch on Battlefield 2042, right? Because we were super hyped for that game and everything about that game was wrong. The design choices they made were so that people would spend money in game to unlock new characters, new operators or whatever the heck they call them. I don't even remember right now. You know, they had the Santa Claus thing. Remember when they had the patch where they were going to release the Santa Claus outfit mm-hmm. and everybody blew up? <laughs> like, thankfully, collectively, gamers went, no, like, no, <laughs> you, you just made it so obvious that you're trying to take more of my money. And what did they do? They backed down and they said, well, uh, we'll give it to you for free. It wasn't intended to be free, you know, like that was just you crawfishing and realizing that you mega messed up, man, at that point. So I I feel like just microtransactions in paid video games have
0: absolutely no place whatsoever. Well, the reason why that's so prevalent is Fortnite. I'm looking at numbers and when Fortnite is bringing in three to six billion dollars a year, everyone's going to copy that model.
1: But see, here's the problem. look at Warzone. We just made fun of Warzone, right? Because they have Godzilla and freaking King Kong in Warzone now. Now. Do you know why they have those? Because people pay money for the gun skins, the Godzilla gun that spits out little fire and stuff like that, right? It's all just a ploy to soak more money out of gamers. Well, and the worst thing, too, I can't think of an example. I'd have to look one up, but... I believe there are now some single-player games where there are microtransactions. And you can get a skin for your gun in a single-player game. Yep. And it's like, you have to pay for this. And it's like, hold on a minute. Wait, nobody else is going to see this. It's just I'll, for me. I'll tell you who's super guilty of that. And I've never bought a single one, but I think it's the worst idea ever. Nintendo, I'm calling you out for your stupid amiibo, amiibo things. You know, oh, the little figurines yeah. that you can plop on top and then unlocks a character in the game for you? Yep. Like, at least you get a physical toy you out get of something yeah but, you get, but even then it's just like dude those things are expensive man <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean i've talked up elite dangerous a lot previously on the show so I, we can't hide my feelings about this game because i've talked about it so much so it's kind of gonna be a bit of spoiler for the for the the show we have coming up next week but um even that game if i want to put certain paint schemes on my spaceship i gotta buy those with real money yeah yeah and it's already developed that's the thing it's like the it's there. You've, you've already put the time into developing that skin or that operator, or whatever it is. You're just saying, you can't have it because you're not giving us more money. Oh, you gave us right. money? You can have it. Yep, that's it. I'm like, I put 900 hours in your stupid video game. I've brought like 17 people to buy your stupid video game because I put 900 hours in. I can't buy that with in-game currency.
0: Come on. Right, let me yeah. just put
1: the black sparkly spaceship job. You know, let me put that paint <laughs> job on my spaceship. <laughs>
0: All right, we are back to you, Michael, with
1: your third pick. I'm really happy you picked that, because it makes my next pick much easier, because I was was going there next, or this one. And this is my first of my player-created, not developer-created. If you steal mine, I'm going to be so upset, Michael. I hope not, but if it is purposely throwing a match or raid because you just want to troll... (laughs) <laughs> then here it is. How many times have we been in a match and there's somebody who's just doing their own thing on purpose or going and helping the enemy or just like, like oh, there's all these health packs around and this guy's like, I'm going to get shot real fast, take the health packs real fast, just on purpose, and they're not helping or they're just standing off or they're AFK and they're purposefully throwing the match and there's no reason to do it. There's no reason to do it. I mean, in Overwatch, you know what the likelihood is? that, Like, because... I always thought in Overwatch when somebody does this, I'm like, they must be like friends with the other person's team. You know what the likelihood is that you're going to be mashed up with someone from that other team like zero? Right. Um, we saw it a lot in there. There's a, a game called Atlas, which is a pirate game, Right. And th- there, was, there should have been a toggle switch, but there's not a toggle switch. But the whole point of the end of the game is you summon the Kraken and all these boats fight the Kraken. Well, after you beat the Kraken 1.0, you go and do all these other missions and you can come back and fight the Kraken 2.0, but you have to have this item in your hands. Well, what would happen is we'd have all these people go in the center of the map at this one time and summon the Kraken 1.0, but somebody in there clicked this item and is like, joke on you guys, it's 2.0 now, and it would wipe us all, and when your ships are done, they're done for good. And he'd wipe us all out. And the guy did it like four times in a row. And it was like, dude, this isn't funny. It's not. F- I know that you're getting excited about this, but you're literally a bully. Like you're yeah. a bully. It's Anybody that does pathetic. this is a bully. Yeah. It's terrible. It's so, the I'm taking yep. my ball and going home mentality, which there's not a human on the planet that enjoys that mentality. But I'm popping right. your balls before I leave. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's exactly And everybody's, it. <laughs> yep, everybody's experienced this and it's it's the video game version of it. And that's my third pick. That's a really good one. Oddly enough, not on my list, but also one of my most hated things. Yeah. I'm doing well, aren't I? Like, I might not win, but I got some good picks. (laughs) I'm real excited. This is the best I've done so far. (laughs) I like how we're not even to the
0: voting part, and Michael's feeling very good. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Like, I'm so excited. All right. So I get my back-to-back picks here to end the third round and to start the fourth. I... You know, I I know that this is probably not as big of a deal for you guys, but it's a big deal for me. This one's a little bit more from the heart. I'm going with phasing out physical disks and moving everything all digital, trying to eliminate the secondhand market. I like that one. It's not on my list, but it almost made my list. It, it really does drive me wild. I Most of my life, I have had to be a budget gamer. And for long stretches, I did not have a gaming PC that could run modern games. I would buy, like, an Xbox 360, and I would roll with that for 10 years. And I was able, a lot of times, to buy a brand new game because I could pick it up, beat it in three weeks, and sell the game back for $45 after buying it for $60. Now this game only cost me $15, and the only games that I would keep were the ones that were multiplayer And I could play it online for hundreds of hours and I would keep those. And there was just something really fun about being able to go to GameStop, trade in your three games because they've got a deal, trade in three games, get an extra 30% trade in value. And even though GameStop always paid you less than the games were worth, at least it was an option. I mean, nowadays you might buy a $60 game, not be able to refund it, and now you're just stuck with it. You can't even lend it to a friend. You know, We've talked about that in the past, Josh. We have lent entire consoles and games to friends. And I mean, I guess you could still do that with digital copies, but I just hate the fact that there's this big attempt to phase out physical discs. I I really hate it. It's not
1: because people just wanted the latest technology. It is that that movement was 100% uh, driven by the used market, right? You know, right. It's like, hey, if I we don't want you to be able to give this game to your friend, we don't want you to be able to resell this game and somebody else gets to buy it cheaper. We want people to have to buy brand new copies. And I mean, yes, technology changes and everything's digital now, but that is a trend that hurt gaming. I can't say, Paul, I want to play. Oh, I heard you picked up V Rising today. Can I borrow it and test it out and see if it's worth my money or not? Because you're just going to go, no, that's not like, no, How what? How am I going <laughs> to give you this game to try out? Yep. You know, so Paul, I, two things here real fast. One, I tip my hat to you because this didn't make my list, but you made a really good point about budget gaming that I did not consider that actually puts it much higher up on where it should have been on my list, because that's a really good point. Like the ability to go back and say, I've got these couple of games. I know I'm not going to touch them again. I can't afford this new AAA title, but I really want to play it. I'm going to take these three games that I'm never going to play again. Go trade them in. Get that AAA title. I can play games. Second of all, nostalgia. Since you were talking about nostalgia pick here, um, you guys remember when you could go to Blockbuster and rent a Sega Genesis and rent NBA Jam oh, and yeah. just go play that? And then you return it after the weekend? Like, that. The days of old. I know that Blockbuster's days of old as well, but that that kind of thing can't happen anymore. Like Josh was saying, I can't say, let me let me loan you this game so you can try it out anymore. And that is sad. That's actually very sad.
0: I almost put on my list not being able to rent games from Blockbuster anymore. Because (laughs) nobody (laughs) wants to use Gamefly, and Redbox was fine and convenient. There was something special about going to Best Buy, picking up the box, reading it, looking at it, looking at the features. Well, does this one have two-player split screen, or is it two-player online, and you know, trying to figure out what you are going to rent and, and play. Yeah. There's super nostalgia there that you just can't do anymore. So, all right. And then to round out my team with my last pick, I, I, I have to pick this because it's something that we're all so guilty of. And I think everybody hates it, but we all understand why it has to exist. This mostly goes to mobile gaming and it's when you download a free game. And About three minutes later, you get a pop-up. Are you enjoying our game? Will you leave us a review? Will you rate us five stars? And it's like, look, I get it. Every podcast, I'm given the same spiel. Hey, if you haven't done so, rate us five stars. Leave a written review. Join us on Discord. Join us on Patreon. But like, I totally get it because you have to hit people with it. You got to remind them. But man, do I hate every single time I hear that on a podcast or see it in a mobile game. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say pop-ups asking for ratings. I have seen it. I just ignore them.
1: You know, honestly, it's one of those things where I, I usually it has the button that says "Not Now" or something like that. Uh, it is very annoying, but I get it's kind. Of, it's a tough one, man. I get because it, it is. It is kind of a necessity because discovery is everything, right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm a hundred percent on Paul's side on this one because it happened like three times today. It happens in everything. I'm going into Paramount Plus on my iPhone so my four year old can watch it. She can't (laughs) read. And the second it pops up I hand it to her and she's like, Da da and she hands it to me. I'm like, not not now. Not now. Don't do that again. You know, it's like, how about give me an option for never again, literally ever, please? Yeah. You know? Not now, not ever. (laughs) You want to talk about pay-to-play or microtransactions? If they were to be like, hey, you can pay $2 and never be asked this question, I would pay it for every single app I've ever had in my entire life. There's a business idea for you, all app developers, by the way. I would pay for that because I hate what Paul just brought up.
0: (laughs) Are you enjoying this game? And you click no, and they're like, will you please now type a paragraph and tell us what you don't like about the game? It's like, No. No, I'm not. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. All right, so I know that that one's not so much uh, in line with what you guys would pick, but I had to include it there, especially for mobile games. It's every free mobile game you get hit with that. All right, Michael, you now get your last pick. How are you going to round out your team? I'm really between three, and this sucks.
1: And none of them are probably Josh's pick because Josh's pick is probably something I didn't think of, which kudos to Josh. Man, we do get an honorable mentions at the end, right? Because I do want to yes. bring up a couple of these. Oh, yeah. Which one of these upsets me the most? Um, all right. I'm going to throw this one out there. Expensive season passes without telling you what you're getting.
0: <laughs> season <laughs> passes right. just
1: in general. Yep. Season honestly, passes in general. Pass, but season yep. pass. Like, yep. And it's like, okay, so. I'll- I guess that doesn't fall under microtransactions, though, does it?
0: No, it's different oh, because you're yeah. not buying an item in the game. They want yeah, you true. to pay this m- amount, front. and now you're going to get whatever we're going to give you in the future.
1: It's almost like gambling, though, because if you look at like some of those games that are like, hey, you can buy the season pass for $99, and you get every expansion we ever come out with. And the game is a dud. And they come out with two expansions that might cost 20 bucks each, and you just lost your money. But if you're excited and amped about the game, and you're like, I have this opportunity to get the season pass now on a discount or something like that, or even just, hey, here's a season pass, and now you can play without a monthly subscription, well, I don't know how long I'm going to play this for. I did a yeah. lifetime pass for Star Trek Online, straight up, was $300, because the game was supposed to be $15 a month. You could pay $300 one time when you bought the game and you would never have to pay a monthly subscription fee. The game went free to play 2 out 2, weeks, two months later because oh, it was no. a dud. Now the <laughs> good thing is they did do they did do right though. What they did is in game, like I haven't played the game in like 10 years. I'm probably loaded in that game because they said we're going to go ahead and give you an equivalent of like $15 a month of our buyable in-game currency every month for the rest of your life while the game is live. Plus, you can get special access to different starships you can't get and stuff like that, which is kind of funny. And I I know I'm going on a rant right here, but I need to load into that game again because I'm probably loaded because I haven't touched it in 10 years, and I'm getting $15 a month worth of in-game currency right now. (laughs) I'm actually (laughs) okay when a game does that. Like a a paid game goes free to play, and because you were one of the people that paid for the game, they give you a lot of in-game stuff. I I feel like uh, SWOTOR did that. I'm actually happy about it because like in that game Star Trek Online like I get a special color for my ship that no one else can get because I, I basically supported them from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right, well Josh, we get to hear your I'm mystery so last pick. Really curious. This, this is I, I guys, this could be a first rounder in my opinion. I took a gamble and it paid off. My last pick, one of the worst trends as gamers that we do is review bombing. <laughs> Honestly, I, I,
0: I did not put it on my list, but I thought about it. Did
1: you? I, I'll tell you what, man. I, again, I'll reference just because it came out today, and I know that we're excited about it to play it. But V Rising just came out today. I happened to be on Reddit, and somebody was made a post that said, if you're review bombing this game, like please stop. And I was like, this game's been out for two hours. How are people review bombing it already? And sure enough, if you go to the Steam reviews, now again, I haven't played this game more than like 30 minutes, so I don't know if it's good or not, right? But apparently nobody else does either. But the issue is, is that people are review bombing V Rising because they're mad at the developer because they stopped supporting Battle right. Battleright uh-huh. was a free-to-play <laughs> battle game, like MOBA style. It was free-to-play. That's and, ridiculous. And people are mad at Stunlock Studios and are review bombing this game that they just released, which looks very good because they're mad about the fact that they don't support Right anymore. Like Review bombing has become this trend that is absolutely infuriating to me as a gamer because I want to know if a game is good. I don't care about your political beliefs about the game. I don't care about your hardware issues with the game you know i don't care if you have prior i don't care like they review bomb games because it's on epic game store or it's on steam like this has nothing to do with the game itself i'm looking and you are looking as a gamer at reviews because you want to know if the game is worth your money or not and you know what it doesn't it just it's the most pointless thing ever man it's it's completely counterproductive to what reviews should be stop it stop review bombing games if you don't like a game legitimately and you want to leave a negative review for it fine that's exactly what the reviews are for if you have issues with the game apart from the gameplay itself do not review bomb a game you're not doing anybody any favors yeah i feel like that was a really good entry just now but you talked it up so much that it was actually kind of disappointing what <laughs> what because paul, paul, right That's after i was like you, yeah i'm, I'm leaving you a negative right? review michael They, they <laughs> no don't do it don't do it that was yesterday michael that said that it wasn't it was the other developer we sold since then no but it was funny because right afterwards paul was like it was um, i thought about it but it didn't make my list and i'm like josh had put on top of this pedestal and the next comment is paul saying i thought about it but
0: eh. yeah yeah Yeah, it it does bother me. I mean, I do hate review bombing. It would be nice if everyone would just review games on the merits of the game. And if you want to express your political opinions or, you know, uh, if you're part of some kind of activism, that's fine and that's great. But it would be nice if that was separate from the development of that specific game because people want to read reviews on the game not so much see your opinions on the business whether your opinions are right or wrong it's just a separate issue
1: the other problem is we have seen that a lot of times if you review bomb something you are legitimately hurting a good developer at the same time for something that is completely unrelated. You know what I mean? And it's like, we want good video games. And if this is a good video game and you're review bombing it, how many of those have we talked about in our deep dives where it's like, you know, we guess the rating and the ratings way lower than the game is. We're like, dude, this, that's crazy. This game is great. And we look and it's because it got review bombed for some stupid reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To your exact
1: point too. Like if it's a small publisher and they stop supporting an older game, like in your instance, right here, you know, it's because they're a small developer, not publisher, but small developer, you know, and they they might not be able to have the manpower to work on their next game, but no one's buying their old game, people are playing it, and they're like we can't we can't support this anymore, we have to move on because we have to stay afloat. It's the same thing, and so you're review bombing them because. They have to run a business and these are people's lives and families you're talking about, especially with a small publisher or a small developer. You know? The other thing is practice makes perfect, man. If you make a game and that game's really good like Battle Right was, and then you go, Hey, you know what? We've learned a ton of stuff. We want to make a really good video game now. Fine. Like give me the Absolutely. better video game. I get it if you don't want to support the old one anymore. You know, like if you're gonna give me something better in the long run, that's a great trade-off.
0: <laughs> all right, so to summarize our picks here, Josh's team is made up of hacking, publishers directing development, loot boxes slash microtransactions, and review bombing. And yeah, just reading all four of those back to back makes me feel sick.
1: Yeah. Uh, these are all <laughs> right. trends we certainly
0: hate. <laughs> I think all these teams are pretty good overall. Michael is coming in with pay to win mechanics, unfinished games being released. Intentional throwing to troll and season passes when you don't know what you're getting. And then my team is day one server issues, remakes and remasters flooding the market, phasing out discs, losing the secondhand market, and pop-ups asking for ratings. (laughs)
1: <laughs> do, we right. give our, uh, do we give our quick little honorable mentions oh, right here? Yeah, to get that's to exactly what each. I was
0: going to say. Let's just run okay. through a few honorable mentions. I was hoping you didn't forget. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, I've, no, I've, you're good. What, what, what do you have as honorable? Thank
1: goodness the host doesn't have like a lightning button because I could have gotten <laughs> lightning hosted just now. Um, I'll just give you a couple. Uh, When developers attack modders, I don't like that. I think it's really ridiculous that someone is trying to make your game more fun and keeping your game alive by maybe bringing it back to life. Uh, Permanent early access. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Those games. Um, Escort missions. Enough said. Uh, (laughs) uh, And uh, let's do last one is mandatory stealth sequences where the mission is over when you get caught. Oh, that's the worst. No. Go straight to you know where. You can go there. (laughs)
0: Um, that's a good one i do hate where you yeah you get seen once it's an immediate failure and the game has to reload well, that, that is awful
1: quick hits for me uh dlc uh honestly if you're gonna make a game give me the full game don't make a game cut it up into pieces and then sell me each piece of the game uh, especially awful. when they announce it before it even comes out the right game, the exactly game come out yet. Dude, yeah. i'll pay the 60 dollars. i'll pay 80 i'll pay 100 dollars if i know the game's gonna be amazing You know what I mean? But give me an amazing game and I'll give you a lot of money for it. But yeah, so DLCs, toxicity, like I get I'm a troll, right? Like we don't make any, uh, but I'm a counter troll. I am not just outright mean to people for no reason whatsoever. If you are the guy in the game that's throwing the game and throwing a fit, I will troll you to no end. (laughs) You know, but toxicity as gamers, it just, that's not fun for anybody, man. You know, I see it in Rocket League all the time. We see it in Overwatch. I mean, what game do we not experience that in? And as gamers, it's terrible. Support each other. We're all here to have fun, man. You know, bringing, putting each other down, I, I just don't understand that trend. And it's, it feels like it's getting worse. Live service games, I think that's a terrible trend. Twitch drops for beta invites, I hate that. (laughs) Nobody wants to watch Twitch for four hours to be able to play Overwatch 2. And no one's really watching the Twitch either. Did any of you actually watch the Twitch for Overwatch 2? No. No. A little, only a little bit. Um, and then finally, and then finally, uh, DPS meters, gauges, or mods that take the fun out of a game. Uh, good one where it makes it a math sequence right it's not a game yeah. anymore it's just oh what's your numbers boiling it down point. to a calculator yeah what about do you Paul? Do you, have, do you have anything left on your list paul that we
0: didn't already just cover <laughs> sure uh nfts gold oh. farmers Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Gold, gold farmers uh, it is like borderline round one if you play a lot of mmos and it's getting hit with those whispers seeing it in the world chat the gold farmers and mmo chat is way up there that's annoying I hate motion using motion with controllers. So mostly looking at like the Nintendo Wii and and even PS4 games. There were games where you'd have to like twirl your controller in a circle <laughs> to do something. I really hate that in games.
1: How does that make you feel about Dance Dance Revolution, where your whole body's a controller?
0: That's totally different. That okay. that is great. I love DDR. I love Rock Band. I, I'm not opposed to alternative controllers. It's when you're using very poorly made motion to control things in a game. Because that's the thing. The the Motes never worked right or worked well the way that you thought it would. And then I also have in here an inability to pause games. Looking at you, Elden Ring. Oh, man. (laughs) And DRM slash always online games. Especially if you live out in the boonies. There are people in our Discord server who say, I just can't play that game because it's DRM and I don't really get internet where I live so even though it's a single player game I can't even play it no that that's totally terrible. makes
1: sense can I add one more? That's more of a personal thing for me. That yeah, you've of course. heard me complain about uh, bots buying all the next gen consoles, so
0: I can't <laughs> have one. That's a great. That's that's actually a really good one. That might be Scalping. better than half the ones we drafted. Scalping? yeah, that is. Gaming. Oh, that does affect I had it gaming. here
1: too, and I, I didn't even.
0: I was like, I'll Man, say that as a... you would have yeah. won, Michael,
1: and now you're a loser. <laughs> that's <So. laughs> not true. I'm still going to win.
0: You guys are losers. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, start doing these matchups. Maybe we'll debate these a little bit less than we've done in the past, just for the interest of time. But round one, match one, we have hacking versus season passes. Hacking I, wins. Yeah. Element. I gonna say, I'm just gonna I'm gonna
1: Straight up yep. lose, ruin fun. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't
1: like season passes, but
0: I also am guilty of buying all of them. So hacking. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll agree with hacking. What about pay-to-win mechanics versus pop-ups asking for ratings? I, I'm going to win. I'm gonna clearly, say pay-to-win. I'm going to say pay-to-win as well. Yeah, Clearly pay-to-win. Pay-to-win was going to be probably my first pick if it was still on the on the table. So I've got no problem with that. All right. Next matchup, we've got day one server issues versus review bombing. Ooh. That's Review tough. bombing is sad. It does not personally affect me. It's it permanent, not, though. But it's not. It does not. It does not affect me the way where I sit down and I want to play a game and I can't play it. Review bombing is sad, but that's that's affecting other people. So just by nature, <laughs> day one server issues are going to bother me more. You know,
1: I could have a strategy here because I'm the tiebreaker. I could have a strategy here because Paul's going to move on because I, I do agree with day one server issues. I I do agree they're both terrible but day one server issues are really annoying. I should let Paul go longer because I've got a big Achilles heel for day one server issues that I that I'm going to save for later on as an argument against one of mine. So, I think I think as much as I agree with you, Josh, I think the day one server issues, I personally am affected by more. So my vote is kind of biased. I personally, I will, I'm will. i the idiot that will sit there and just refresh the server every five minutes waiting <laughs> yeah. for it to launch instead of just getting up and going to do something with my family, you know what I mean, or something like that. Like I will literally sit there and just be like, refresh. Why aren't you up yet? Refresh. Ah, kick it in. Finally, it starts forum, to so load what's you, th- on? you think you're in, and then it goes like, uh, we were unable to process your login, and it dumps you back out, and then
0: you're... <laughs> yep. Or it's like, <laughs> so, I know they said it's a global release, but let me just try my VPN, yes. now I'm going to try it in oh, Korea, yeah. yep. now I'm going to try it in India, yep. now I'm going to try right. it in Spain. All right.
1: Just, I, yeah. I will agree with Paul, but
0: please stop review bombing,
1: people. <laughs> yes, agreed. agreed. PSA, please stop that. <laughs>
0: All right, round one, match four, remakes and remasters versus intentional throwing to troll. Which one of these actually affects you the most
1: and makes you the most angry? Like, um, you don't have to buy the remake. Here, here's, And there are some good remasters out there. Here's what I'm going to say about this. I am on record probably a hundred times on this podcast talking about how much I hate remasters. Yeah, <laughs> And I have never once talked about hating throwing. <laughs> yes, I hate people that throw in a video game. But man, have I made my distaste of remasters known on this podcast for the sake of my own posterity. I got (laughs) to go with the remasters thing. So I actually messed up here because I think that I could have said, um, what is it? Uh, Toxic Gamers and Toxic Gamers could have covered that under that umbrella. And I messed up because Toxic Gamers would have been like all of it. Yeah. Um, I still think that myself, like there are some good, look at Last of Us, right? They redid it for PS5 from PS4, and it was beautiful. And the game was so much more playable. Look at what's coming out. I'm, I'm excited. Gears of War, the first three, they're going to be redone. They're almost unplayable now. Because if you go back, you remember it in your mind is looking so good. Now you go back and you're like, that does not look good anymore. And I would like to play that game again. Um, I, would, I would rather play a new game with a new IP. Like <laughs> Oh, Starfield. man, I already wrote on the dock. You know? I'm over.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I had actually had that on my list, too, which was just too many sequels and not enough new IP. Which I yeah. didn't bring up, but same with movies, right? Like sometimes you just want something new that you haven't seen before, instead of the same old stuff reskinned, right?
1: What about my perspective? I've never played Dead Space. I would never play Dead Space, but it's being remade. That's a from remake. That's what I'm I was saying. saying. Play- remakes are okay sometimes. Remasters are terrible. Well, but it says right on there remakes, remakes, and remasters. I mean, they do kind of go hand in hand, but I think, I think a lot of focusing on the garbage. remasters at this All right. point. Yeah, that's so true we can too. move on with the show. <laughs> and I've already got at least one thing
0: that's made it across. <laughs> fine, let's move on. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Unfinished- that's not fair. They're both mine. Oh, they're both yours. Unfinished games versus loot boxes and microtransactions. I'll give it, this to Michael. Unfinished it's, games, or are- It's unfinished oh, games. Yeah, it's definitely unfinished games. It's one of the worst trends for it's, sure. Oh wait, not, not only, only that, boxes, but it's I? it's super sucky to get excited about
1: a game like Cyberpunk and then have it and then realize on release day or afterwards that this game is completely unfinished and should never have released in the first place. That's just a terrible feeling. So, I, I was I, I was really one. sad about it. Yeah, I was yeah. really sad about that. And it's the same feeling as when I tried to play because they said, "Hey, you can play Horizon Forbidden West on your PS4." And I bought it and I'm like, "No, you can't." And I'm like, "I have been dying to play that game for 2 years since they announced it." And like Cyberpunk, the same thing.
0: And now I can't play it because it's unfinished or it doesn't work the way it's advertised. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last matchup of round one. Publishers directing development or phasing out discs. This one's hard. No, it's not.
1: You're right. It's not. I, I was going the nostalgia piece, I love what Paul has to say here, but really, I think publishers deve- uh, direct and development is is toxic to the gaming environment. It's one of the worst issues in gaming right now, to be honest. EA, think about how much people hate EA, Activision. I mean, the, the loathing and the hate for these companies doesn't just come out of nowhere. I'm going to give Paul one chance to
0: counter-argue
1: and win me over.
0: Uh, I mean, I was I, I I think either of these certainly could move on. I think that if you are lower income, phasing out of discs really cripples your ability to play games. Full stop. Now, if you're above that income line where it's not as big of a deal, then it's not an issue at all. So it's not as universal of a problem. Uh, I, Josh is making some faces. I'm not entirely I'm just gonna, sure why. I'm just
1: gonna counter one word: Game Pass. <laughs>
0: Game Pass. If you're a gamer on a budget, Game
1: Pass doesn't get much better. That's that's actually a really good point. Um, And that's a good counter. I was probably still going to go with uh, publishers, directing development. But um, I got to say, though, that one of the reasons why I'm having a hard time getting a PS5 is because I refuse to buy the digital-only version. I want to be able to buy a disc if I have the option to. It's worth the wait. I've had the option twice now. I think Target and Best Buy came available, and I'm like... I could buy the digital only, but I don't want to yeah stick to your guns on that smart
0: choice it's it's there's there's a lot of things that are similar to this in other worlds, like cell phones phasing out the ability to put in an, an s d card Or to have a headphone jack. like Stuff like that I really miss. Or even the ability to swap out a battery. So it's just like continuing down that trend of let's not give people access to be able to upgrade their stuff. Let's make everything break as soon as possible. Let's not even let them resell things. It's just a huge bummer all around. Dude,
1: Paul iPhone 13 Pro, like the 128 gigabytes, like a thousand bucks, right? iPhone 13 Pro 256 is like 1,300. And you're like, there's $300 more for 128 more gigabytes or whatever it is. (laughs) That's wild. And what's what's that? What would that cost an (laughs) SD card? Like
0: 30 bucks. Maybe. Maybe 30. Yeah. (laughs) It's a ripoff. It's pretty wild. All right. We are now in round two. We are down to our final six gaming trends that we hate. And we've got. Ooh, this is. Boy, this this honestly could be the finals matchup. Someone's going to be eliminated way too early here. We've got hacking versus unfinished games.
1: Oh, can't we just save that one for later? I know, right? This is round two. Dang you know what the problem I have with this is that I was really hoping to go up against hacking, but not with one of my own. Because my thing is, like, I don't really experience hacking. I said it earlier. It doesn't really happen to me. And so I'm going to vote against it. But obviously, I'm going to vote against it because it's my pick that's going against it so I, mean, I i hate both of these honestly i like, agree this is the thing this is not where i think your pick is terrible the only thing that i will say is that when a game release is unfinished usually they do wind up finishing the game six months to a year later like i just do saw they? a post from somebody where they said they just <laughs> played cyberpunk and they said you know what cyberpunk's my favorite game ever when i played it they didn't have any bugs, the game's great, the story's great. Everybody that played at day one might have had issues, but here I am, you know, eight months later, and I think this game's amazing. Yeah, so you've been waiting for two years for this game to come out. You've been so excited. You've spent the 60 bucks on this AAA title, and you're like, okay, I know I have the game in my hands, but I'm going to be able to play it in eight months. Sure, but you know what I can't play is a game that's filled with hackers. Look at PUBG. It completely ruined that game. Rust. I love that Rust, game man. game was terrible anyways. It, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, and so hackers in a game will actually straight up ruin your ability to enjoy that game or play it. Which is different than the disappointment of, man, this game probably should have cooked for another six months or so. I just feel like one absolutely completely ruins a game, where the other one is like, I'm disappointed. But six months from now, I still own this game and can go back to it and enjoy it for what it was supposed to be. Yeah, after all, your friends have already spoiled the main story points for you. (laughs) 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 The ones that were willing to go through it. Hey, Paul, listen. I need to talk to you for a minute. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I've uh Hey Paul. I've I've Hey Paul I've, I've, never, you know I've never won you one of that these money that you owed me? Just don't, <laughs> Paul, don't worry about Listen. that, Paul. <laughs> Listen, Paul, I've never <laughs> won one of these before. And I'd like mm-hmm. it if you could just mm-hmm. for the next two rounds, throw me a bone here. <laughs> I'm
0: just gonna notice I've like I'm, the next I'm, one I'm two- ready to be wined and dined. Uh no, here's what I was gonna say. I, as as much as I hate i'll hate, i buy hacking, you a
1: loot box <laughs> oh.
0: as, as <laughs> thank you i i'd really love that by the way my overwatch account has like seventeen hundred loot boxes i could oh, not I care just... less uh as much as i hate hacking and it can ruin certain games hacking is not really a new trend it's kind of just always been around since games have been online we didn't say worst new trends in gaming we said worst trends in gaming Worst trends, and I think the probably the number one worst trend right now is releasing unfinished games. Yeah, Um, like I said, this this honestly could be the like I said the finals, the final two left standing. I hate eliminating hacking. I almost want to just reorder them to let it keep going. But if those are the two, I I think I have to say unfinished games. It is the biggest problem of like the last few years.
1: Honestly. It is a new thing too. It is yeah. new, like, and so for recency bias, I'm not protesting this very much because honestly, I, I we all hate that, and it's become such a trend that we see we see it so often. Now, I thankfully I do feel like there is starting to be this movement of pushback from gamers to say, like, dude, we're not going to put up with that. Like we we put up with it for a few years, but we're not putting up with it anymore. Which I love. I hope that we continue that. I'm not upset. If you pick if you pick unfinished games that's being released, that, I'm okay with that.
0: All right. So that means that unfinished games is the first one being pushed through to the finals. Michael, you actually oh, have a chance You're in the, I'm in the finals. <laughs> I'm the finals, baby. <laughs> Cuz you know what? I'm looking here and I don't know if I'm going to have one in the, in the finals. Uh Michael, you're already there, so you're uh you're you're doing pretty good. All I'm right. hoping I get there again here. R- round two, match two, we've got pay-to-win mechanics versus remakes and remasters.
1: Same oh. argument against remakes and remasters that I made before. Like I do welcome some of them sometimes. I really do. And yeah. I know it's a problem, but you don't have to buy the game. Like It's annoying that they exist, but you don't have to buy it. Now, pay-to-win, you could be... 100 hours into the game like I was with Lost Ark before I ever even knew the game was pay to win because uh, nobody else was there either so pay, nobody could it's pay for convenience Michael
0: right Ru- it's pay to win Come <laughs> on. <laughs> am I the I, one here I that mean, loves pay to win mechanics you know. I get so excited no it's clearly pay to win mechanics is going into the finals that's gonna take <laughs> oh my, it I, got I, I loved when Michael was saying you know sometimes you enjoy a, a good remaster or a good remake and I was like yeah, no. no one's no one's ever enjoyed no. pay to win. All right, so uh, pay to win mechanics is going to make it through to the finals as Did, well.
1: I, I okay, I'm not going to protest this one as much, but the only reason is because Michael made a great point. If you don't like a remaster, don't buy it. If the if people if gamers stop buying remasters, guess guess what's going to stop being developed. Remasters. remasters if nobody <laughs> buys it they're gonna go wow we're not doing that anymore guys we just lost a couple million yeah. dollars re skinning all of this game
0: Vote you know? with your wallet,
1: right? Exactly. Yep. So, pay and win. I say that as
0: someone who bought the GTA Definitive yeah, Trilogy, I know you so I know I'm part of the problem.
1: <laughs> and I, I, I'm part of the problem too, but mostly with an actual full remake. Like I am excited about Dead Space remake because I've never played it, and I can't play it because it's, it's realistically it's kind of unplayable, right, guys? I the only problem I have with pay to win is I don't play a lot of games that have that functionality built into them. You know, like, I did play Lost Ark, I get the complaints about it, but it didn't really affect me, probably just because I didn't play Lost Ark long enough to get to that point. Hearthstone, yeah. I see it sometimes, but I, I've really only played Battlegrounds and occasionally duels. When I do play duels, I do see it, and it aggravates the crud out of me, you know, about that kind of stuff, so I, I get it. I, You know, I just hate the remaster thing, too, So, but that's fine. Pay to win deserves to be there. Yeah, they they all suck.
0: All right. Final matchup in round two, day one server issues versus publishers directing development. Now go
1: ahead and... No, you go first.
0: Oh, I was going to say, it would have been really funny if Michael was one of these and won this matchup and had all three games in the finals. (laughs) All three choices. And then we just vote no confidence in all of them. And then he still loses. (laughs) We move on. Exactly. So this means only me or Josh are going to get one push through to the finals. And I don't even think it really has a chance So I don't know if I really care which of these wins. Well, the
1: funniest thing is I was going to think strategy. Now, I have integrity, guys. Integrity is when you're you're an honest, good-hearted person and you don't do things that are wrong, right? Um, I was going to vote for the one that I had a better chance of beating. (laughs) I thought that was... I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I thought that was honesty. What's the difference between honesty and integrity? Integrity is like... uh, I think it includes honesty. Uh, Paul, you look
0: stuff up. Integrity is the root word integer, meaning whole... Numbers. And so I think it means that your whole being is like singular focus you always act the same one way which would be implied like above board and honest I think that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. So honesty so would be under go. integrity. What was yes. that? Yeah, it's so under the un- umbrella of integrity. honesty
1: is under the umbrella yeah.
0: of integrity. Okay. I believe. Right. So. I believe so, yeah. There we go. All right, so yeah, day one server issues or publishers directing development I I might actually throw my hat into publishers directing development because day one server issues suck, but it does get fixed over time, whereas if a publisher forces a game to have bad mechanics, it's just bad. It's also That's, a
1: terrible trend that we are seeing that doesn't seem to be actually on the decline. It seems to be on the incline. Yeah, With probably. publishers having more of a
0: say, and it is ruining some games that shouldn't be ruined. There's, There's less passion for games and there's more passion for money. And we've seen those kind of cross each other.
1: Yeah, and the reason this is happening, exactly you guys said, is because look at how many in the last like what year even? Don't even go back two years, go back a year, how many software developers have been bought out or merged in the last two years? And that's all happening because investors, big corporate like like investors, they they want things now, they want things, and if if you're a publisher and you're like, ooh, our investors who gave us the money are not happy, they start putting pressure saying, get it to us, get it to us, get it to us. Um, and the only the only argument I have against day one server issues, which is why I'm going with publishers, direct and development as well, is because you honestly just kind of expect them. They suck, but you know they're going to happen with big games at least. It's terrible that we've come to accept that, though. It is,
0: yeah. All right. Like so- hackers.
1: We expect hackers. I didn't make the list either.
0: Mm. (laughs) all right so taking a look here at our finals since we are a three-man show we always end up with uh three entries in the finals we've got unfinished games versus pay-to-win versus publishers directing development and so we're just going to match up each one against each other what do you guys hate more pay-to-win mechanics or publishers directing development this one's hard for me
1: this one's easy for me and it's not because I'm biased in this one. It's just that I think publishers having a hand in game development ruins a lot more than pay to win. If you don't like pay to win, don't pay the money. You know, it, it kind of goes back to that one where you're, nobody's forcing you into spending money on a game. And you usually with pay to win games, you can still play for free. Now you might be at a severe disadvantage in various <laughs> aspects, Free to but lose. you're still getting <laughs> a game that you can play to a certain degree for free whereas publishers having their hands in game development is is like it's the cancerous to the gaming industry. Paul, where do you want to go on this one?
0: Uh I am swayed by the argument that pay to win just don't play the game, but also the fact that this is a trend that's kind of been nipped in the bud and you don't really see it so much anymore. So I know that we're not just talking about modern trends, but I kind of feel like everyone's already on the same page with this one, which is why it doesn't really exist anymore except for older games. I I would probably give it to publishers directing development. I really want to win,
1: but I also agree. Like I really want to win guys. I've never won. <laughs> But I really do think that publishers' direct development is more of a problem. Like like you said, pay to win, yeah, it sucks. Okay, so there's one instance I have with Lost Ark where I'm 100 hours in and I didn't know it was pay to win. And yeah, I, I spent a lot of time and I still play that game. I still fire it up. I want to play it more, to be honest with you. I would probably be playing that game a lot more if we didn't want to expand our horizons and give like great deep dives and stuff like that. But also, like it's it's something that that was one example where I didn't know it was pay-to-win. And now, most games, you know they're pay-to-win. You just don't play it. Candy Crush.
0: Everybody knows it's pay-to-win. Yeah. You don't play it. <laughs> Surprise pay-to-win so. is the worst pay-to-win. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> right. after you Surprise! hit max level in an MMO. Well, Michael, I don't think you uh, need to worry too much because I, I really like what you still have here in the race. We now have a matchup of Unfinished Games versus Publishers Directing Development. And I gotta say, I, I think it's unfinished games. I agree. Josh. I, <laughs> one less one, one less. Does, does, <laughs> does,
1: does it even matter at this point? <laughs> it doesn't you mean guys, that it's gone. You guys we, both could have agreed.
0: Three, we could have a three-way tie, but I, I no, just think unfinished games tie. is worse than publishers directing development. I, I will say this.
1: My only argument is that publishers getting involved in game development is why we have unfinished games. It is the root cause. That's That's one of of the things I was going to say, because I gave a few reasons if you go back to when I did give the reasons. But one of them, I'm like, they're almost in a certain way, kind of the same thing, but they're not. But that's exactly right. Like That's one of the reasons why. Other reasons exist as well. I forget what I said earlier. You can go back to whatever timestamp I said that. But I mean, if point. you look at the last few years, if a game has really... Let's look at Halo Infinite, right? Which is still a fairly beloved game. It, it, there was not a lot of complaints about that game. I get that there's a rabid fan base that's upset that there's not more content that's been released and stuff like that, right? But the two, the two things that get blamed recently are COVID. Oh, hey, we had issues with people working remotely because of COVID and stuff like that. And no right. developer will blame their publisher, Like, you can't do that, right? You can't say like, well, EA made us release this game, you know, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And so they can't blame them directly. But we all know what the issue is as to why a game got released when it got released. And so my my only caveat in this decision is that we would not generally have unfinished games being released if it wasn't for... My take, which is the fact that publishers are the ones that are pushing these games out before they're ready. Developers want to make a great video game. That's their goal. There's not a developer out there that goes, we want to make a crappy game. You know, I mean, look at Among Us, right? They just wanted to make a fun game. It skyrocketed. Right. Into into insane mainstream popularity. They didn't know what to do. And then I'm sure there's publishers that swooped in and said, oh, let us take over on this. And they kind of went, no, you know what? We're just going to make the game that we want to make at that point. And so I feel like there is a root cause to Michael's issue, which we all hate. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't, but I feel like that root cause is the fact that publishers are so involved in game development.
0: Yes and no. You're not wrong, Josh, but there are specific games that were unfinished, like, Bioware has has really done a poor job these last several years and they flat out said EA did not get involved in Anthem at all and Anthem is a great first half of a game it's flawless and then it just ends and there's nothing to do and there's no story and it's like that's a game that's just unfinished and you know it was it was polished for the small amount of things that it did so yeah sometimes you can boil it down to the publisher i do think sometimes i'm going to help michael extended out. early access well, i'm going to help and you out also, michael because
1: yeah. buggy bugginess is something we all hate and that's technically under the unfinished umbrella somewhat yeah and then there's also the other point which is a counterpoint to the studio or not the studio the publisher getting involved is look at all the sports games they have to put them out on a timeline and we don't play sports games much, so we don't talk about them. But if you're talking about FIFA 2023, you have to release that game at a certain time. And if you're trying to do this big graphical overhaul and you don't get it done in time, you got to put it
0: out. You know? Yeah. Or whatever it's called next year because it's not FIFA. Yeah. It's That's whatever right. I forgot because they it Yeah. Soccer club or whatever, whatever it is. And All by right, the way, well, I would you, vote Josh. for
1: myself on this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, and i
1: know michael is voting for himself and paul i think yeah, you I'm, said you're voting michael's way
0: yeah i'm voting on unpa- unfinished games yeah. all right i can't i mean i can't fault i at think all. that so, should have been the final 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 because this one's easy so now we have our third matchup which means either we're going to end up with a three-way tie or unfinished games has a chance to win it all what about unfinished games versus pay to win pay to win's worse no, just because I want, no, just because no, I want three ways. You know it's not. You know, <laughs> it's, you know not. it's not.
1: You know it's not. Come on, you guys knew it's, I was going to say that. <laughs> i know
0: yeah. And we it's all know unfinished too. games all right. is a win. Are we giving this to Michael?
1: I did, yeah, did Michael my goodness, win his first one? And it's not charity. It's not it's charity not. at all. No, that you is full, a great one. You full out one, Michael. And that was your second. I know you pick. guys. I know you guys well enough to know that you're you're not going to give charity at all. No. No, so. I, you know I want to win more than it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice job, Michael. Hey, Pat yourself on the back. Michael won one We can now call you one for <laughs> one for <laughs> yes Obi-Wan uh, no oh come on no Owen, you don't get to be uh, Obi-Wan Obi will be one oh man hey does that mean that I get to I get to introduce make love Mary murder now go, go oh, ahead Michael go ahead <laughs> <laughs> bring us no, into the I, next segment <laughs> never, never mind the next segment is hey thanks everybody don't forget to <laughs> go over and support us on Patreon if you haven't already done that we really, we really appreciate the support sorry I was taking Paul's job for a minute because I think that's what's coming next right
0: did you like this episode? Will you rate us five stars? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, up. that's exactly what it is. So yes, we will crown Unfinished Games as the worst trend in gaming. I, I think that's a fair winner. I do I do think that we had several comp- uh, possible winners here, but I, I think that one's worthy of the title. And so I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If we missed some trends, come let us know. Let us know on socials at MultiplayerPod Pod or on discord with the link in the episode description.
1: And also the day this episode releases on our socials, I'm going to put all these games out there, or we will put those games out there for you to vote on who you think actually won this. And you can just go from the list of all four of each and just pick who you think actually had the best overall top four. Oh, well, I'm
0: going to get crushed in that. I, I, I I think we can give that to one of you two. If, we, if, we, if I was playing for that kind of strategy, it would have been very different. I'm going to look terrible in that voting. I'm just going to say right now. All right. So that finishes up this bonus round. We're all done. We're good to go. Our next episode will be on Thursday, where we will cover this week in gaming. And then we will have a quick take for everybody on Saturday. So this was a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Can't wait until we have that next episode on Thursday. And uh, until then, happy gaming. Thanks so much. Cheers, all. I can't believe you won, Michael, but you deserve it. So, All right. See you, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys.